Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is the John Fugelsang Podcast. This is Serious XM Progress. Whew. Welcome to Tuesday night. Hope you're okay. I'm glad we're all still here. Did you survive social media today? The bots were out. As we predicted, thank you, Public Enemy, for being the most awesome opening theme we could have for a crazy summer like this. Well, it's nighttime in Moscow, which means your verified feed on Twitter uh, probably is quieting down from all the poorly spelled pro-Trump tweets. The bots have gone to bed, and we are just beginning to still try to make sense of everything we have witnessed in the last 24 hours. A truly remarkable time in our country's history. A truly remarkable time uh, to be an American with empathy who actually cares about justice. Wow. My God. What can I say except Donald Trump is the first twice impeached president to lose the popular vote twice, to be indicted in four separate jurisdictions, and to lose Georgia technically four times in two years. Never stop, MAGA. Never slow down. We have a great show planned for you tonight. Um, we are going to be obviously taking apart this indictment. I hope you had some time to read some of the 98 pages of it today. It's been pretty remarkable. We are also covering the death toll in Maui, which is continuing to grow as search and rescue teams covered about 25% of the affected area, looking for nearly 1,300 residents still missing. Also, former FBI official Charles McGonigal pled guilty to aiding sanctioned Russian oligarch Oleg Deripaska. Little tiny story, not going to get too much attention, but it's one of those things that could have some ripple effects. This is the same oligarch that Donald Trump's second campaign manager, Paul Manafort, was. What's that word I'm looking for? Oh, yes colluding with and arkansas has joined florida in the culture war now asking schools to remove african-american studies from the ap curriculum because that kind of racism it's probably not going to hurt the state elected officials who rolled it out Chris Hauselt is our executive producer running the show from South Carolina. The mighty Thea Harper produces the show from Brooklyn. And I'm, uh, I'm Johnny. I come to you from uh, well, this week from L.A. We've been broadcasting out here for most of the month, and uh, it's really, really been a pleasure. Today is Tuesday, August 15th. If you're listening to this the next day on the uh, on the app or on the podcast, hi. But we're recording this on, on National Relaxation Day 2023. And I want to just begin by taking a moment remind you how important it is to stay relaxed throughout your day, especially in uncertain, turbulent times like this. National Relaxation Day is a day all about practicing self-care, treating yourself, and, and taking a well-deserved break from the chaos of everyday life. Now, now, let's say you just received your 91st criminal indictment in a little over four months. Maybe lies and projection aren't helping you be at ease. You might be feeling some tension that, you know, racial dog whistles about prosecutors in your social media posts just won't fix. 
That's why it's so important to complement all your hard work there in Florida with rest and relaxation because you don't want to suffer from stress or burnout. This is very important. You can't defend yourself in four jurisdictions and run for president and hide classified documents at your house and sneak escorts through the back door of your shitty retirement home and fundraise off racist rubes and play golf and lead a criminal conspiracy to overturn democracy and avoid spending time with your two firstborn sons all at once. No one can do all of that. Give yourself a break. Uh, Taking time to relax is not only going to help you feel better today, it'll help you be more productive later when you'll need your energy for contaminating multiple jury pools. So, yeah, uh, instead of just worrying about this indictment or that indictment or trying to blend your foundation makeup or if it's just too windy to go outdoors in front of cameras, just take a deep breath. Give yourself a day when you can take it easy. Take better care of yourself. Maybe today, let Stephen Miller hurl obscenities at your lawyers just for a day. You can leave all that behind and then wait until tomorrow morning's bad press to savagely beat Stephen Miller with a landline phone receiver. Look, relaxing looks a little different for everyone. There's different ways to reduce stress, so you can decide which method of relaxation will be best for you and your needs. Maybe it's avoiding reading the news for a while. that, That might be a great idea. For you, Mr. Trump, maybe it's avoiding exercise. You can do that, Donald. You've done that for decades really well. You enjoy avoiding exercise. Maybe it's avoiding wife number three's lawyers who keep wanting to upgrade the prenup because there's a new presidential campaign and this wasn't in the original one. Yeah, maybe it's just releasing your rage incoherently on social media so that federal judge moves your trial date sooner for that other felony. I, I don't. I mean, look, maybe maybe relaxation for you just means staying home, taking it easy. And consuming more Big Macs and chicken wings and French fries and gravy and Skittles and deep fried mozzarella sticks and an entire box of donuts and sugary drinks and lots of chips and crackers and cookies uh, and having pastries and store bought frosting and um, bleached white flour bread and pasta to have some of that and onion rings, a lot of that. Uh, the Pillsbury breakfast biscuits with barbecue sauce. You'd like some of that to roll a sugary cereal and uh, processed red meat with a crate of pancake syrup. You know, just a snack. Before dinner, what I'm trying to say is live your life so that millions around the world won't celebrate when you're indicted in four separate jurisdictions. Let's talk about it. Four months, four months only after Manhattan D.A. Alvin Bragg became the first prosecutor to ever in American history indict a former president. Well, the charges have gone from 90 up to 91 felonies. It was just 78 when we began last night's show. And here's what you should remember. Um. I don't believe he's ever going to go to jail, jail, but any one of these 91 felonies could send the former host of Celebrity Apprentice to prison for years. Last night's indictments came from the last of the criminal investigations into Donald Trump that we know about. He's also facing, you know, at least three civil cases over the next year. Here's a clip from last night. We were going to go on tape in hour number three, but so much news happened. After 10 p.m., we kept this thing going live. Here is Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis naming the 19 individuals charged in the sweeping election. Now, now again, I wish I could play this even slower. I want you to just savor it. Savor each word. This is porn for the angels and the Lord brought lube. Here's Fonnie Willis. Specifically, the indictment brings felony charges against... Donald John Trump, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani, John Charles Eastman, Mark Randall Meadows, John Cheeseboro, 
Jeffrey Clark, <laughs> Jenna Lynn Ellis, ooh, ooh. Ray Stallings Smith the Third, mm-hmm. mm. Robert David Cheely, mm-hmm. Michael A. Roman, mm. David James Schaefer, Sean Micah Tresher Steele, Stephen Cliffguard Lee. Harrison William Prescott Floyd, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Travion C. Cootie, Sydney Catherine Powell, oh. Kathleen Austin Latham, Scott Graham Hall, and Misty Hampton, also known as Emily Misty Hayes. I like Misty Hampton in the end because it's kind of a porn star name and it makes me feel reminded of the original indictment four months ago. Now, Trump's denied wrongdoing in all these cases, and he is innocent until proven guilty, and we will fight to the death for that, right? And he is entitled to a very fair defense and a very fair trial. And look, some of these might go away. I mean, it's it's possible he gets the White House and makes all the felony charges go away from Jack Smith. It's possible they can somehow make the New York... D.A. Alvin Bragg's case go away by saying he's trying to to, to use federal guidelines for a state prosecution. They, they might be able to do it. They can't get rid of this. And no, the Republicans in Georgia can't change the state's constitution really fast. So Governor Brian Kemp can pardon Donald Trump before the trial starts. We were hearing that this morning. Brian Kemp's not going to do that. Right now, there's 13 counts against him and a total of 41 charges, 18 co-defendants, 30 unindicted co-conspirators, 161 separate alleged covert acts and 98 pages to this indictment. You know what Georgia didn't give Donald Trump? 11,780 votes. That's what they didn't give him. Oh, now, again, keep in mind, the list of counts could still grow. Special counsel Jack Smith just last week added three counts against Trump in the classified documents case. I'm sorry. Last week, end of July. I'm, last week, he was prosecuted for January 6th. It was the end of July. They put three more. There's sorry. There's so much criming. I swear to God, I'm going to have to get a whiteboard and red yarn and have a conversion chart because trying to keep track of all of Donald Trump's criminality. It's like trying to keep track of all the crossovers in the Marvel and Star Wars shows on Disney Plus, because you got to understand Falcon becomes Captain America in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But Grogu, Baby Yoda, returns to the Mandalorian in the book of Boba Fett uh, before season three of the Mandalorian. You understand? You got You got to keep track of 25 different characters because there's a lot of overlapping here. And it's beautiful. Fonnie Willis embodies the top three things Donald Trump hates in a woman. She's black. She's educated. And she's not afraid of him. I tried posting that joke. Let me tell you, uh, last night, everyone loved it. But sometime overnight, the Moscow troll farms woke up and I was attacked all day. And you know what they all kept saying to me? Donald Trump had a black girlfriend. Donald Trump had a black girl. And and he sort of did carry young in the late 90s when Donald Trump was pretending to be a Democrat because he tried to be a liberal Democrat. Democrats saw through his bullshit, so he quit the Democrats and joined the Reform Party. But he couldn't fool anybody there. So eventually, he he went to a third political party, the Republicans, where they bought what he was selling. And um, yeah, he did date a black woman after he left the second wife, the one he had cheated on the first wife with and humiliated the mother of his children with, with Marla. And in fact, it was Carrie Young who said in an interview that Donald Trump said to her she got all of her intelligence from her white father. So, yeah, bring her up. It's, it's quite a known. 
Again, the indictment begins with defendant Donald John Trump lost the United States presidential election held on November 30th, 2020. Okay, so there's forgery, there's impersonating, there's criminal attempt to influence. Uh, Most interesting here, and we're going to talk about it with some of our guests tonight, is that Fonnie Willis used a mobster statute, racketeer-influenced and corrupt organizations, let me hear it, RICO, to charge Trump and his co-defendants with violating the oath of office, conspiracy to commit forgery, filing the false documents. He's accused of leading a broad conspiracy to attempt to overturn the election result. There's never been anything remotely like this in our country's history. The indictment says Trump and the other defendants charged in this indictment refused to accept that Trump lost. And they knowingly and willfully joined a conspiracy to unlawfully change the outcome of the election in favor of Trump. That conspiracy contained a common plan and purpose to commit two or more acts of racketeering activity in Fulton County, Georgia, elsewhere in the state of Georgia and in other states. And Rudy leads the charges. The former mayor is indicted on 13 federal charges. This is this is he's fallen so low since Borat, two, which he actually looks great in right now. We're going to talk as well about Act 19 from the indictment where Trump and Mark Meadows, the White House chief of staff, we thought it flipped, was requesting a strategy for delaying and disrupting the January 6th congressional certification of the electoral ballots, delaying and disrupting. I like when they put it in print and leave lots of witnesses. Um, This is not pardonable by any president. It's a state charge. Here's Fonnie Willis telling reporters, oh, yes, she plans on trying all 19 defendants at once and really, really soon. Do I intend to try the 19 defendants in this indictment together? Yes. Yes. And have you had any contact with the special counsel about the overlap between this indictment and the federal indictment? I'm not going to discuss our investigation at this time. Have there been any conversations? The arguments made by former President Trump that this is a politically motivated indictment. I make decisions in this office based on the facts and the law. Um, The law is completely nonpartisan. That's how decisions are made in every case. To date, this office has indicted, since I've been sitting as a district attorney, over 12,000 cases. This is the 11th RICO indictment. We followed the same process. We look at the facts, we look at the law, and we bring charges. Okay, so this is where it stands. We want to know what you guys think all night long, but there's almost no doubt that some of those defendants you heard Fonnie Willis naming will flip. Or they'll cop a plea somehow. The only question is, who flips first? Mark Meadows, Rudy Giuliani, who once had a rep for using racketeering laws, he now finds himself charged under. It's beautiful. Trump has five trials scheduled between now and May. But let's be clear. Donald Trump was not indicted by Joe Biden. He was not indicted by liberals or by Democrats or by Hillary Clinton. He was not indicted by anybody woke or or by George Soros or the pride flag or Bud Light. He was not indicted by the Barbie movie or lesbians or trans kids or immigrants. He was indicted by private U.S. citizens. And most of the witnesses, the overwhelming majority of the witnesses in the last two indictments were Republican. And unlike the Jack Smith indictment, the last one for January 6th, you know, that one, the old one, (laughs) they're not going to argue this time. He was just taking bad advice from lawyers. They might, but they're going to double down on the election interference lie. But prosecuting him is election interference. (laughs) You can't prosecute him when he's running for president, just like you can't impeach a president for crimes he committed in January after he lost an election. Now you can't prosecute a criminal if they're running for president. Really? Oh, let me let Hunter Biden know that. Hunter, I got it all figured out for you. Yeah. Just announce you're running for president uh, as a Republican and they won't be allowed to touch you. That'll work. (laughs) 
This will work on the rubes, you guys. It'll work on the people you know and love in your life and the people on social media who are still in the cult. They're going to double down in the dumbing down. But if, if, if you think charging a president for election interference might interfere with his election, you might be a whiny little crypto fascist meat puppet. So just stay sane. It's reached the point where the Trumpers are untethering from reality now. It's going to be a long, ugly year of some of them will quietly drift away and attach to other Republicans and pretend they were never all that into this guy. The way they all pretend they weren't rabidly pro-Iraq war, pro-George W. Bush now. Believe me, I've told you for years they will detach from this guy. But a lot of them are going to double down, hopefully enough that it'll still destroy the Republicans' chances at getting back the Senate. But again, don't get in fights. When they try to fight you on this, you don't need to. They're acting out. You can just say, cry, bitch, cry. Or you can just ignore them. Or do what I do. Don't get into fights. Just when they come at you, when they're really angry, your, your, your right-wing loved ones, your coworkers, just, just don't get mad. Just tell them. If you really are this upset about the indictment, just donate to Donald Trump. Donate to his Save America PAC because we know the money goes straight to defense lawyers. It'll really own the libs, though. We hate it. When you donate to Donald Trump. So please, if you give Donald Trump the most massive donation possible to prove your obedience. Oh, that's that's kryptonite for liberals. He's fighting so hard for you and he'd never lie to his supporters. So here's what you tell your right wing loved ones. Don't yell at me. If you're angry about this, send a gigantic check to Trump University or the Trump Foundation. They're both totally not corrupt and only a Marxist would distrust them. It's just so much easier. You don't need to fight. We want to know what you guys think. We're at 866-997-4748. 866-997-GRIT. Let's get to it. Ken in Virginia, thank you for waiting on hold. You're on Sirius XM. Hey, John. I love your show. Thank um, you, sir. God bless you. My uh, my question is, I haven't heard anybody talk about this, but uh, it seems to me that uh, if you're convicted of a felony, you automatically lose any of your federal benefits. That's a good that question. Secret Service it includes your your pensions, all that stuff. Right to vote. Talk about it. Right. He can't even vote. And he's been voting since, you know, Donald Trump's been voting since the year 2016. Yeah. So Did I lose you? I just oh, wonder. Yeah. yeah, I just wonder what you thought about that. Well, he's not going to be if he's convicted. You know, it's not just his voting rights. I mean, this affects gun ownership. This affects ability to travel abroad. I mean, it's different in every state, but most jurisdictions deny convicted felons specific rights like, you know, holding public office, obviously, certain employment rights. He doesn't need to worry about that. Um, Financial contractual rights. I mean, it probably won't ruin the life of a guy who's that rich. He's not going to have trouble finding employment or getting housing or anything like that. But I mean, a felony conviction for a poor man or a poor woman can just destroy your entire life. I I don't know how much it would hurt Trump. I think the only thing that would probably bother him a lot is if uh, if he couldn't travel overseas. I I don't think they're going to actually forbid him from running for office. I just think that that would make it look like there was a conspiracy against him. And I I think the Democrats aren't going to go for it. Well, they can always bring up the, the 14th Amendment, can't they? Isn't that what they use against the... They're the going to, to conserve... The, the yeah, War. I mean, the Federalist Society's bringing it up against him. Look, I'm, I'm going to say right now, Ken, Donald Trump is not eligible to run for president. He is already disqualified. But me saying that means nothing. I'd rather see him just go ahead and run and lose rather than worry about all the potential violence that would happen. And it's not a question of cowardice. I really do believe violence would happen. And the nonviolent way to get rid of Trump is to just let him run and lose and be humiliated. 
Because <laughs> you know he's not going to, you know he's not going to accept the results if if he's able to run again and he loses. Yeah, you know he's not going to accept yeah. that. Well, he might not. He might not. And there, it, there's a very strong chance, my friend, that he will be a convicted felon by the time we get to the RNC next year. My my biggest fear right now is that he's going to have to drop out of the race completely, and they're going to be someone harder for 82 year old Joe Biden to beat. I'm already thinking one step ahead of this. Well, let's hope let's hope for good health for Joe. <laughs> hey. I do. And you know what? We can talk about these old men who I want, but I'd love to watch 82-year-old Joe Biden beat the crap out of 78-year-old Donald Trump. We'll see what happens. Ken, thank you very much for the call. Marie in Texas, thank you so much for calling. Welcome. Hi. We spoke on the very first indictment. (laughs) I don't know if you remember, but... Life was so much simpler then. It was just the beginning. Mm -hmm. A few months ago. Right now, like we're at the and and the long game is has taken place, right? And that's what finally yep. comes did. But yep. <laughs> you were cracking me up with all those gross metaphors and the oxymorons you were mentioning in regards to Donald Trump, you know, that nasty <laughs> food. But yeah, um, I, I truly <laughs> hope that. It's, What's that? Say it I one more time, love. Oh, can Tell me you again me? when you dropped out for a second. Oh, yeah, you dropped out. Okay. You dropped out for one moment, love. Go ahead. I want to hear it. I agree with what you said about um, letting him run and lose as opposed yes. to the other because there yes. may be, you know, the foolery again. And we would have yeah. to deal with that all over again, the foolery violence. So, but yeah, <laughs> oh, so, man. So this is a long game from uh, indictment one now on to this, this fifth one. And this is, uh, this is really no holes barred. It's crazy. I mean, like, I, I, I don't understand how this guy can maintain a presidential campaign, but I am really going to enjoy watching him beat up all the other Republicans running, because at this point, I think pretty much every Republican in the race outside of Trump has admitted that Trump lost the 2020 election. So it's they are going to go after him until he is so enraged he wants to be in a debate. It's going to be a really fun year. I'm choosing yeah. to just stay sane, stay away from the crazy, let the crazy play itself out, and uh, let's just look good making fun of it and keeping our democracy safe. And thank you for reminding us about National Relaxation Day. So when those crazy, <laughs> those crazy people go 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 nuts, all you need to tell them to is have a seat and relax. Bless you, dear. Yes, it's so it's true. It is National Relaxation Day today. And I had to go for about 19 walks because, boy, oh, boy, these racist trolls are all out there. They can't spell. They're very angry. And uh, they're making Twitter even more of a cesspool than than usual. Marie, thank you so very much. Thanks for classing up Texas. Laura in L.A. Welcome. You're on progress. Hi. Yes. Uh, Did you think Nixon should have been pardoned? No. Okay, Not at all. So then why do you want Donald Trump to just go free and run and cheat and maybe win? Because they're neck and neck right now. Biden. I don't want him to go. What do you mean go free? I don't want him to go free. Yeah, I don't want him to go free, Laura. That are not going to vote for Biden. Um, I don't think that's true. I, Laura, I don't think that's true. I think after. <laughs> no, but they turned out in huge numbers to vote for 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 Biden. And I think after Roe v. Wade was gutted, you're going to see a very strong Democratic turnout, as we saw last fall in 2022. I, I, I'm sorry. I think you Donald Trump to... is the best driver of Democratic turnout. I don't but we're, I don't know where you're coming you off with me saying I want him to walk free. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying I don't yeah, think he will ever be sentenced. In... Go ahead. 
Well, you Go said, ahead. yeah, just let him run. But do you think Russia... Oh, let him run for president? Yes, Saudi Laura, absolutely. And the UAE, Saudi Arabia aren't going to help him in 2024? Well, okay, so so who, would, who do you want to see, Laura? Do you want to see Joe Biden face off against Glenn Youngkin in 2024 or Donald Trump? Do you want to see him face off against a guy with no baggage or against the swamp monster? I think I want him to go against Trump, but Trump is going to cheat every way he possibly can. Yeah, I agree with everything you're saying. Why are you yelling at me for, dear? Why why are you yelling at me, Laura? I I want him to face Trump in the election as well. I don't think Trump's ever going to go inside a jailhouse. I would love it if he did. I don't think it's ever going to happen because they pardon Nixon. They pardon the Confederates. We tend to let rich, powerful white men who do atrocities get away with it in this country, historically speaking. Uh, But I do think that he is in purgatory for the rest of his life. I think he's going to be a laughingstock. His following will only get smaller and smaller and smaller. And I'm sorry, he's inflicted so much harm on this country. I want to exploit his awfulness and use him for one more election to get decent people into office. But, but that doesn't happen with him. Just like the Sacklers. They were found, what, their product killed millions of Americans, but they get off scot-free. Well, and I agree with you completely. But, you know, the Supreme the Supreme Court just ruled that maybe the Sacklers won't get off scot-free. And I never expected this Supreme Court to do it. But they are having more scrutiny over the fact that the Sacklers cut a deal where they wouldn't feel any pain at all over the monstrosity they unleashed on the American people. Believe me, I can't stand the Sackler family. Every time I watch a person get arrested here in L.A., a homeless person who's just high on opioids, I blame it on those people. What I'm saying to you is, if you agree with me that Joe Biden's best chance of re-election is facing Donald Trump, then let's all get together. Let's make sure turnout is high. Let's remind people of Roe v. Wade and let's help this old man get a second term. I don't want a Republican appointing Supreme Court judges. No, I know. And I'm voting for Biden because of the success of Kamala Harris. You don't even right on. Know that, but what, what she brought 60 million jobs to Central America. So we talk about Kamala Harris all the time. I defend her all the time. And we were supposed to have David Rothkopf on to talk about his new piece and he, about her. Go ahead. I'm having with, the problem I'm having with you is why not stick everything we have in our toolbox to Trump? Because we've let them get away with it all the How time. am I not? Laura, 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 how am I not? I'm saying the same thing you're saying, that I want him to be the nominee. What, what, are, you, what, are, what are you upset about here? From what, I, from what I'm understanding, you don't even want him to go to trial. Uh, well, then I, I, I strongly encourage you to listen to the show because I'm thrilled about this. I've literally been doing countdowns to every day of every trial he has next year because he has a lot of trials coming up next year, not just the big four we're talking about. So, no, I'm gleeful. I just did a whole speech about how gleeful I am about it. I'm delighted he's going to trial. I hope he goes to jail. I don't think he will. But I think we as a society can get some use out of this scumbag by having him run and turning out women and young people and smart people and decent people and defeating Republicans who would dare defend him and sign on to his agenda of grotesque, selfish, confederate bullshit. So that's where I stand on it. I want him to be the nominee. I want Joe Biden to beat him again. Or if Joe Biden's not the nominee, whoever they put up, whoever Democrats think can get the 270. I think Joe Biden can do it. And I want to see him beat up Trump harshly, legally, nonviolently. And I love you, Laura. Quick break. We'll be right back with Max Burns. This is Progress.
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey, everybody, it's Michael Steele, host of the Michael Steele podcast. Each week, I discuss key political and cultural issues joined by America's leading activists, experts, and academics for conversations that transcend political boundaries. And that's the point. I want you to join me as we work through real solutions, have honest conversations, just keeping it real, and having a little fun on the side. So listen to the Michael Steele podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, or wherever you get your podcasts on, because you know I love it when you do. This is SiriusXM Progress. Our number is 866-997-4748, 866-997-GRIT. So we were supposed to have uh, the great uh, David Rothkopf on the show tonight, author, Columbia professor, former member of the Clinton administration. He's got a uh, terrific piece in the Daily Beast that I really wanted to talk about, and our last caller would have liked it. It's a, a Daily Beast piece he wrote called It's Time to Give Kamala Harris Her Due. And it's about checking her record and what an excellent vice president she is and his case for why she is the person best qualified to someday succeed Joe Biden as president. Unfortunately, David Rothkopf had a dinner tonight that got postponed an hour, and he couldn't make it, so he's dead to us all. But you would have really loved that call. Uh, Laura from L.A. Instead, uh, I was like, oh, my God, who can we get? Maybe, maybe Max Burns can join us. Max is one of our favorite guests on the show. He is a Public Relations Society of America award-winning Democratic strategist and political columnist. And his advocacy work has guided some very successful companies and campaigns. You may have read his stuff in News Nation, NBC News, or in The Daily Beast. I'm also very pleased to announce that uh, when I go off on a, a vacation next week, is it next week? My, my staff tells me I'm going on a vacation next week. I didn't know this was allowed. Max has uh, agreed to fill in some of the nights for us. So uh, I hope you will enjoy his excellent broadcasting here and uh, and call him and uh, yell at him the way you yell at me. Max, it's a pleasure to have you. Welcome back. Hey, thanks so much for having me. You, you could have just said I was David. They probably wouldn't have known for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, you do bear a great resemblance to, to Professor Rothkoff. It is so good to have you with us. Obviously, we are still just beginning to get a sense of what this indictment looks like and what this indictment means. There are so many different angles that we have to explore from the RICO statute to how many people have been co-conspirators and how many are still not indicted. And why Rudy, but not Lindsay? Max, where do you begin to take this thing apart? 
I think this couldn't be a worse situation for Donald Trump, because not only as everyone's talked about, is this basically a pardon proof trial because the governor of Georgia can't pardon and the president, if it's a Republican, couldn't pardon for this. But also he's chosen the one state that has some of the most expansive anti-organized crime laws written that go far beyond what the federal RICO statutes say. And it's one of the reasons why there's so many people that have been roped into this. And then on top of all that, you have Fannie Willis, who's one of the most experienced uh, RICO and organized crime prosecutors outside of Rudy Giuliani, who is now on trial for organized crime. That's so right. it, it really is a situation. It's a perfect storm of incredible competence from the DA's office and plenty of legal background here. They, they are currently prosecuting other organized crime cases. And That's so they right. are very aware of how this works. They've had a great track record. It's no surprise to me that Donald Trump suddenly wants this to go into the federal courts. That's really interesting, isn't it? We've been hearing Donald Trump rail against the federal courts, uh, but it seems like now he's so terrified of a, of a Fulton County DA, he's running for the feds again. What's that about? But it was it, it's a no surprise to me at all that it was Mark Meadows' lawyer who introduced this motion to have this moved out of Fulton County and into the federal circuit. I Originally, the argument here is because what Mark Meadows was doing was in the conduct of his official business as chief of staff. So officers of the government acting as officers of the government could potentially make a case that it's a federal case. But the reality is that doesn't cover crimes. I mean, what Mark Meadows was doing in his official capacity was furthering a criminal conspiracy, an organized crime racket. And the reason they're doing this is couldn't be plainer. It's that the federal case would be pardonable if a Republican wins in 2024. That's it. And that's really Donald Trump's main goal right now. I mean, he knows that he has no defense for this. He's not going to be able to tweet through it when he's sitting at the bench with 18 other people like it's Nuremberg. He's going to have to sit and watch the evidence and watch this case be laid out. And that's going to be torture for him. I agree. I agree. Are you as surprised as I was to see Mark Meadows among the indicted? I think it, we'd reached a point where most of us thought Meadows had flipped. Let's not forget, these indictments are happening in large part because Mark Meadows turned over thousands of text messages to the January 6th committee over a year and a half ago. I mean, that's he's really the unintentional hero in a lot of this. So uh, yeah. many folks had thought he had just, you know, cooperated over the course of the last year. Um, maybe there's a chance he still has cooperated on a federal level, but he he got a gift in the mail yesterday. I mean, that this is the great one two punch of this, because it's clear that Bonnie Willis and Jack Smith are coordinating this that Jack Smith moved forward with just Donald Trump's indictment on the federal level, knowing that she was going to present these indictments for many of the other co-conspirators in that case. And that adds a lot of pressure, especially for people like Jenna Ellis, the, pre the former president's former lawyer, who's gotten yes. in quite a bit of trouble with the bar over her election lies, and who, quite frankly, doesn't have the money some of these other people do to put up a defense for a year on, on this scale. So I think you're definitely going to see a lot of conversations happening very quickly. And Lindsey Graham, man, I hope he's pouring himself a double tonight, too, because he got luckier than anyone to not be included in this roundup of people. Well, now, hang on a second. Maybe, maybe he maybe he didn't get lucky 
right? But let me get to that in a second. First, first, Jenna Ellis. I, I'm I'm glad you mentioned her. Um, I was delighted to see her name there. I mean, she really didn't get in any trouble with the Colorado bar, did she? They more or less gave her a very public slap on the wrist, and she apologized yep. and went right back to lying right away. So, so she really didn't face any. I mean, I mean, who was it? It was East Eastman is going to essentially have to resign or be or be disbarred, whereas Jenna Ellis yep. was allowed to skate by the bar in Colorado. Yep. And I think it's because in large part, she was a more minor figure in this whole pyramid, still a relevant one, as the indictment shows. But the truth is there. And, and I do find it funny that John Eastman is now asking for his disbarment to be delayed pending his criminal trial for corruption, <laughs> which really does make every lawyer joke in the book. But for Jenna Ellis, I think I think a lot of people saw her as essentially being a puppet of Rudy Giuliani, that she was following sure. him around and serving as his second chair in this lunacy. But that's earned her an indictment, and she's going to have to sit there with everyone else. And she's not going to get a separate trial where she can say, oh, I was just misled. It's, it's sink right. or swim together. Totally true. But but again, is there really a concern about Jenna Ellis not being able to afford legal representation here, Max? We, we heard uh, from multiple sources, it's very well documented that most of the money that goes to Save America PAC isn't buying campaign signs and bumper stickers and paying for uh, outreach workers on the on the, on the trail. It's going to criminal defense attorneys. I mean, when you donate to Trump's campaign, you are actually donating to keep Trump and his underlings out of jail. Isn't it uh, just a de facto conclusion that Donald Trump will cover Jenna Ellis's legal expenses? Not necessarily. I think Donald Trump is having financial challenges of his own because he's not just funding this legal defense. He's funding legal defenses for himself in three other indictments. He's funding legal defenses for multiple people in his administration. I mean, they're spending a massive amount of money, by some counts, 10, 20 times what a campaign would normally spend in legal. And Jenna Ellis, you know, for all of the talk and machismo and 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 marketing of MAGA, a lot of these people don't have a ton of money. They've put on a very big face, hoping that that money would eventually come when they're vindicated and win again. But right now, I, Donald Trump has plenty of problems, most notably that he can't really call on any of his attorneys to help him right now. They're either co-defendants in this case or they're witnesses in other Trump investigations. So they're yeah. legally barred from consulting him, him and advising him. So he's going to have to hire out new lawyers and those lawyers are going to demand to be paid up front and it is going to be exorbitant. You're really right. We're talking to the great Max Burns at 866-997-4748. Max, do you want to take a call from a listener or two? Sure. Let me go to Bill in New Jersey. Hi, Bill. Welcome. You're on SiriusXM with Max Burns. Yeah, hi. Good evening. Uh, I was, uh, I guess, watching MSNBC, and uh, these lawyers uh, who were being interviewed said that um, Meadows might have a great chance at uh, moving it to a federal uh, trial and that uh, uh, he would have a better jury pool. And then, as you said, it could be pardoned later. But I didn't understand. They said there might still be some things under the state of Georgia that he could be prosecuted for. That's right. You, That's right. This you, there could be more. Right. I mean, Jack, Jack Smith surprised us with three more indictments at the end of July. There, there could still be more charges to come, Max, especially because we know some of these miscreants are going to start flipping. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, that grand jury was taking testimony up until a couple hours before it made that decision. And there are, are still a number of people who are going to come out now and start talking. 
We saw the former go lieutenant governor of Georgia, a Republican, basically saying he was glad to go testify against Trump to that grand jury and that he encourages others to do so. So I, I fully expect we'll see more. Yeah. Well, also, from what I understand, the the Meadows filing has gone before a uh, Obama judge. So mm. um, I guess that might not work out so well for him. But uh, we'll anyway, see. I it's hard to be confused. And I wanted to mention one other thing that people keep saying that Please. if you're convicted of a crime, you shouldn't be allowed to run for public office. Well, look at Russia, where they lock up, they trump up yeah. charges and they lock up their uh, uh, opponents. Yeah. And so uh, that's that's a big reason for not. Yeah, doing. it's a big racket. And again, like not letting felons vote after they've paid their debt to society. I'm sorry if you're yeah. still making them pay taxes, then you have to let mm -hmm. them have representation. That's sort of a bedrock ground rule in this country. So, you know, mm -hmm. I, I and Florida, um, I, I think, is really the biggest battleground to see if we can get that kind of uh, forgiveness and let people be able to have their voting rights restored. Bill, thank you very much. I'd be most remiss, Max, if I didn't take a brief sidestep away from the miscreants who got indicted to mention Michael Flynn, who on a day he could have laid low, found a way to get us all talking about him. Michael Flynn, who does this traveling road show for racists around the country. Michael Flynn, who was fired by two presidents. <laughs> he was saying he pretty much blamed the Jews for their own deportations, didn't they? He was saying that these Holocaust victims were willingly handing their children over to get on trains into Auschwitz. Very ugly stuff. He's got a long history of anti-Semitic statements. The Auschwitz Museum has already clobbered him for it. Are you at all surprised? No, not at all. And I, I'm almost tempted to be careful because every time I say something about Michael Flynn, his lawyers send me a letter saying they're going to sue me. But oh, it is awesome. true. I, mean, I want made, that. <laughs> I'm going to frame him someday. But he, he made plainly anti-Semitic comments, like not just anti-Semitic, but very prominent far right neo-nazi conspiracies yes. about how the he Jews said only christians yeah he said only christians should be allowed to hold office in this country like put him on tv yeah, more I, I mean and he's been very clear like his his big thing now is he's building what he what has been called by pbs this army of god that's far right people who believe that god trumps the constitution and that in in a standoff that it the constitution should fall if it stands in the way of what the right wants to do I mean, I think this was said best. Dr. Ruth actually made a series of tweets I thought was really powerful. She was one of those children who was put on a train by her parents and sent to safety. That's right. And she she said, you know, my parents couldn't go on that train. They would have if they could have. I the, the idea that it was a conscious choice, that people chose that horrific fate is is disgraceful. The man should be jeered anytime he steps out in public. Completely agree. Let me go to another call, if we can. Sean in California, thanks for waiting on hold. You're on with the great Max Burns. Hey, brother and Mr. Burns. And so, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but I have a solution if he gets convicted and, and gets jail time, right? It's easy. Solitary confinement. The, the Secret Service <laughs> has no problem with that. They can do it. That, that would be easy for them. So I don't oh. want to hear he can't go to prison. Fuck that. He can go to prison. He deserves worse than prison. But I'll tell you what, if he gets convicted of all these things, yes. And by the way, I think the espionage case, um, it, geez, at least to me personally, is worse. Because you know what he was doing is building a fucking army. That's what I, I hate with fucking Kushner. With all I that know. information, do you know what you could do outside of the government? <laughs> 
Oh my God! So anyway, I know, but Sean, I, it's awkward because you're you're putting me in this really awkward, uncomfortable position of oh. having to come out and say that torture, uh, that that solitary confinement is torture, and even Donald Trump doesn't deserve it. And there's going to be some goddamn liberal <laughs> furious with me for saying that, but I will say Donald Trump does not deserve to be tortured. No human should be kept in solitary confinement. Come on now, even a monster like okay. Trump. Okay, semi. Are we not men? Confinement. <laughs> he's going to be sentenced to home confinement and maybe they won't let him play golf and that's the only exercise he gets i mean max i can't stop at thinking that this whole thing is going to come down to not so much this prosecutor or this da it's going to come down as i've always said to the plaque that encases trump's arteries i mean the man's health is not great and there's a lot of different factors that could knock him out of the running for the presidential campaign next year do you do you do you think he's going to still be able to be the nominee I think right now, this has only made him more popular. I mean, we've seen since this indictment, we've seen people like Kellyanne Conway go on TV tonight and say that cities that didn't vote for Donald Trump in the election should be legally barred from prosecuting him. That only only communities that supported Donald Trump are ethical enough to prosecute him. Thank God she's single now. I have a chance. Wow. Um, Yeah, I, I, I think we should expect a lot of that. But I have to believe that there's more of us, Max. I think that's what the lesson of 2020 was, that if we show up to vote, it'll happen. And God bless Donald Trump. He gets non-douchebags to show up to vote. Yeah, I mean, in, in the general election, I still think he's a dead man walking with all of this. I mean, it's toxic to independence. A lot of the Democratic voters that flipped in 2016 for him have him at some of the lowest approval ratings of any candidate ever since the 50s when polling started. But for the GOP primary, I mean... That's a circus. That's there's no meaningful competition and they love him. Yeah. It is so divorced from the rest of the country because they've really just stopped talking to or listening to the rest of the country. So right, like you a, think these these debates are going to change all that, don't you think? I mean, these debates are you'll have the first one with no Trump and it's just going to be all of them beating up on him to some degree led by Christie. I don't think Trump's going to have the impulse control to sit a second one out. I'm not so sure. I think that you're going to have several people. You'll have, you'll have maybe Mike Pence, uh, Chris Christie, certainly lobbing attacks. But people like uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, Ron DeSantis, <laughs> Nikki you're Haley right. have said no that grovel. they will pardon him no matter what he does. That it doesn't Sean, matter if he's you. convicted on all 90. Sean, thank you for the call. Max, thank you for joining us. How can our listeners follow you and subscribe to your excellent Substack? You can follow me on Twitter at TheMaxBurns. I'm also on Substack at MaxBurns.Substack.com. And you'll be filling in here on Tell Me Everything on SiriusXM Progress. I'm so grateful that our listeners get to hear a real broadcaster, Max. Thank you for raising the bar after I've lowered it so deeply. I'm really honored. I hope you have a great evening, and uh, we'll see you soon. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with your calls. This is Progress. I'm John Fugel saying this is Sirius XM Progress. We are at 866-997-4748, 866-997-GRIT. I'm so pleased to welcome my next two guests. I'm, we're putting together a panel of some of our favorite social media influencers, and I was lucky enough to get two of the smartest, sharpest, and most lethally devastating rapier wit people on social media to join us and class up the show. Now, you, you know both of these people if you spend any time on Twitter fighting fascists. So so if you want to call and talk to them, we're at 866-997-4748. Majid Padelan is known to you guys by his social media influencer title 
Brooklyn Dad Defiant, a man born and raised in New York City. He's an art director who loves writing. He wrote his first book, The Littlest President, which is a hilarious book for kids about a very bloated fascist. He's also senior advisor to Really American PAC, a grassroots political organization and media producing the most impactful political content on a daily basis. Brooklyn Dad Defiant, welcome back to SiriusXM. John, thanks for having me back, and thanks for making me sound so fancy. Oh, my goodness. Well, you make it look easy. You guys both, I mean, you, you're, you're, you completely uh, just give so much inspiration to so many people. And honestly, the rapid response talking points between you and our next guest, you, you both keep me sane, and you're some of the reasons why I won't quit Twitter. Now, Joanne Carducci is a single mom of two from Jersey who has spent the last six years on social media calling out Republican hypocrisy and standing up for democracy, although you, Riff Raff, might know her better as JoJo from Jers. Catch her podcast, Are You Fucking Kidding Me, from Political Voices Network, and support her on Substack and Patreon at JoJo from Jers. JoJo, welcome to the show. It's great to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so fucking glad we can fucking swear on here. <laughs> you had some problems on the Stephanie Miller show, right? I know I know when when coming into broadcast you gotta learn where it's safe and where it's not. Here it's it's deeply encouraged. That sounds kinda like sex, but you're right. One hundred percent you do have to find out where it's safe and where it's not. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, I got to figure that out myself. Um, thank you guys so much for being with us. It's a really, really crazy time. Uh, and obviously, I want to begin by asking, um, what are your thoughts as we reach the 91st indictment representing f four different jurisdictions that have in indicted the former host of Celebrity Apprentice just in the last four months? I, I, I keep saying everyone means more. You know, January 6th, Jack Smith's last one, way back 10 days ago, we had seen that on TV. It meant so much to all of us to actually see some accountability. I believe being an adult is really hard and being a man is hard and being a man who's not a douchebag sometimes takes work. And I think that adults who try to be kind and not steal and not be absolute monsters hate seeing a rich guy get away with it all. I think we are at the dawning of the age of accountability. And uh, I, I, I just want to know, can you love one indictment more than the others? Or is that a sin? Does God love all of them equally? <laughs> John, I, I want to say um, all indictments matter. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but with that said, uh, I'm, I'm going to say uh da fanny willis is, is probably my favorite and has been long before she dropped it because um uh, first of all she is like a no nonsense very serious and i would say even say a little bit intimidating i don't know if, I would, if you i would agree if you oh, yeah. if you heard her read off the list of perps you know last night it was like Rudolph william lewis giuliani she sounded like a principal reading off like the detention oh. list you know, she used like all of his names. Really mad. Oh, it was <laughs> like his christening. Just it was like his christening. <laughs> Every name had to get said. Just just make the ancestors lean in. Yeah. But as, aside from that, you know, Donald Trump has an issue with strong black women. And so it's yes. kind of like really, really satisfying watching this thing happen and watching her go at him fearless. She does not give a shit. Right. Um so yeah, I would I would think also I also I think the the fact that it's in Georgia as opposed to it being a federal case that matters too because I don't know if you guys heard but if he's convicted of a RICO 
case, like he's mm-hmm. got to do a minimum, a maximum minimum of five years. Like that's kind of nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do love all indictments equally, but I have a soft spot for January 6th because of what John said about how we watch that unfold. And I watched that unfold with my kids because my kids were on like this half day school schedule. And I came back from a half day at work teaching and my kids were already watching at the house where they, they were being watched at the time. And so they were watching it unfold and I watched it unfold with them and I couldn't answer their questions about mm. what they were seeing and if they were safe in the house here in New Jersey that they were in because how a kid sees that is like, I don't know, are they coming for me? So sentimentally mm-hmm. and just you know, like the bedrock foundational stuff, like January 6th is is my, I don't want to say favorite child, but of all of them, that's the one I have the most personal attachment to. And I think a lot of people I could agree. probably say that. But I, I think what's happening in Georgia is just that red meat. You feel so gratified that you're going to drag his ass in and they're going to get a mugshot and all of it's <laughs> yeah. going to be televised. And it's fucking glorious so there's like there's that side too so that's where i come down on those yeah i I call this uh porn for the angels and the lord brought (laughs) lube um total of 19 defendants named in this indictment they're really going for a rico conspiracy and of course i didn't enjoy the big lie reality tv prank show when it first aired in 2020 but let me say i am thrilled about the cast reunion special john eastman jeffrey clark Sidney powell jenna ellis and folks, his name was Rudy. Um, the <laughs> former, the star of Borat 2 came out today and said, it's just the next chapter in a book of lies with the purpose of framing President Donald Trump and anyone willing to take on the ruling regime. Um, who flips first? Who flips first? Because I've, I've got a bucket of popcorn. I'm not popping until Trump and Rudy turn on each other. But what do you think is more likely? Because I thought Meadows had already flipped. And When I saw Lindsey Graham's name wasn't on that list, I thought, oh, my, did Lady G already have her little episode, too? Joe, what do you think? Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Machine. No, I was just going to say, I I would I thought uh, Mark Meadows for sure would be like he seems very soft to me, like not (laughs) not willing to do one day in jail, let alone a year or possible five years. So, yeah, I think I, I absolutely think it's Mark Meadows. Yeah, I think Mark Meadows is every white man crying in a shower gift that has ever been made in the history of time. And I think <laughs> he very much does not want to have to shower not alone. But I don't think that he will flip because he's going for this federal court thing, which he'll probably get because, like, he actually was working in the White House doing all this criming. So I guess they'll mm-hmm. let him have probably a federal case. But I think, I really do think, Rudy's going to have to flip. The dude is he's broke. He's broke. He's I mean, how to. much lower can Rudy get? And we're going to get to this later. But, like, I mean, the guy's is spreading COVID via fart. Like, come on. I mean, he's, he really, he doesn't hit bottom. It feels like he's hit bottom. I mean, I thought Borat. He's been at bottom for a long time. I I, I, I don't think he's got any shame left. How can he? He's the guy who was drunkenly. you know, I, I thought drunkenly trying to have sex with a 15 year old in Borat 2 was hitting rock bottom, Majid, but he, he found a trap door, it turns out, and uh, there is no bottom. Um, now he's I mean, in we're. Miller's basement. That's how low he's oh. gone. Let me tell you, that woman who is his aide, who is suing him, I've been going back and forth with her on DMs, trying to get her on our show with her lawyer, because she has tapes. And I don't know if you guys read the transcripts. We yeah. we refused to read how Rudy Nasty. talked about her and her anatomy while she worked for him. But Lordy, 
there are tapes. It's 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 going to be great. But again, I I don't know if we're going to see a Giuliani flip because these guys, to a man, are counting on a pardon. They are counting on somehow Saudi Arabia or Russia pouring enough money in that Donald Trump can overcome the odds, defeat this emboldened Republican base, uh, win, even though he lost big time for the Republicans in 2018, 2020 and 2022, and they'll (laughs) all get pardons. That's not going to happen, guys, is it? It's less likely than uh, getting a BJ from Borat's fake daughter, honestly. (laughs) It's not. It's just and I know I can be uh, often accused of being a little bit naive and maybe painting the world with a slightly rosier brush than necessarily it deserves. But no, there is no way. And if I'm wrong, I will eat a piece of paper in 2024 on live television. There's no way Donald Trump is winning the presidency in 2024. I'm I'm sorry. I I lived through 2016. I've I've learned to never say never because I'll I'll never forget the feeling of just like shock. Shock does not cover it. I was ashen. You know, I was just completely like I was devastated and you you guys have seen that that meme that picture of the girl looking up and screaming the you know the meme that they hit us with all the time right yeah that one that was kind of like that encapsulated how i felt at that moment i was like holy shit so while i feel like it is as far-fetched as watching i don't know winged pigs fly out of rudy giuliani's puckered asshole um don't don't rule it out i can't rule it out I can't rule it out. Crazier things have happened. Well, as much as January 6th meant to me because we saw that on tape, this one means a lot because we actually heard Trump on tape this time. He wasn't hiding with Eric in the White House while he had his minions go out and commit a terrorist attack. He's on tape telling them not to make sure all the votes are counted, not to make sure there's no fraud. He's on tape demanding they find 11,780 votes so he can win. And so in that sense, because it was so flagrant, wagging his dick at the scales of justice, uh, this means a lot to me. But also the fact that what happened to Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss, the Georgia election workers, after Donald Trump and Giuliani lied and pushed these conspiracy theories that accused them of secretly adding balance to the hand count, these this mother and daughter who are just regular people who are the regular people. You know, when you go to vote and there's those folks who actually give a shit in your community who show up to run election night, that's what they were yeah. doing. Their lives were turned into hell. And this particular indictment specifically singles out what happened to them and quotes them by name. This is where Giuliani is going to have the scales of justice coming back for him. He, he said that uh, Ms. Moss and Ms. Freeman quite obviously surreptitiously passing around USB ports as if they're vials of heroin or cocaine because they're black and an effort to infiltrate the crooked Dominion voting machines, a lie that Fox News has paid three quarters of a billion for. Um, I'm sorry. The very fact that it singled out those two women who were subject to so much suffering because of this lie, it meant a lot to me. It was just a really healthy callback. Yeah, and they are the true heroes here. I mean, they are absolutely patriots when, you know, Rudy and and Donald Trump are calling themselves patriots in the MAGA movement and don't even get me started on Marjorie Taylor Greene. 
but they are the actual heroes. They were the ones who went to volunteer their time to do this, the, the work, the work that democracy requires. Yeah. And there's layers of awfulness with the attacks against them, like you said, because they were black, but also, I mean, just so many other things that were easy, like plays for them to to pull, to stoke those fires of hate. And it's it's so enraging. They were they could have been killed. There were yeah. death threats against them and, and watching them in the January 6th committee hearings was one of the most powerful I could get I get very emotional thinking about it. it was one of the most powerful things I've ever seen um and 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 yeah. and what Rudy and Donald Trump and Co did to them is abominable there are people who are dead because of these lies unfortunately uh, the most famous one is Ashley Babbitt who uh <laughs> the liar is using her to further his lies um I, mm-hmm. I, I want to bring up the, the the Twitter aspect to all of this because I bow down to both of you you guys are amazing at Twitter uh I, I I stand in awe of the volume and quality of the tweets you guys put out and you both have amassed huge followings over it and it turns out that Twitter is a major player in this indictment as well the 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 98 page indictment has numerous archived Trump tweets as evidence of conspiracy to overturn the election. He was kicked off, you'll remember, in early 2021 after the riot. Now he's on Filth Social, but they listed (laughs) so many different tweets that were lies and a lot of right-wing trolls are saying, oh, they're just tweets. You You go after us for tweets now, it's First Amendment. But they're actually showing how all of these lies on Twitter were used as overt acts in furtherance of the conspiracy. We, we had been talking like a, a lot. All of us have been talking about how these tweets were going to, um, you know, end up doing him in. You know, he's being hoisted by his own petard. And it's just <laughs> it's nice to it's nice to see it happening uh, on the platform that is is actually uh, slowly like changing into a a real hellscape. I mean, it's 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 changed drastically over the past over the past year, definitely. Oh, we got to talk about that, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I think uh, uh, X, they're call- I'm not calling it X. No. It's, it's still Twitter to No, me, I but- hate X. I hate the... Li- no, you can dead name it, Majid. You can dead name... <laughs> you're allowed to dead name Twitter all you want. Um, we, have um, a lot of, we, we have a lot of callers who want to weigh in. Do you guys want to let me let some of the riffraff into the conversation? Let, I let's don't have know. at it. Have at it. <laughs> Well, let's, let's go, go to Justin calling from North Carolina. Justin, thank you and welcome. You're on SiriusXM for a very special social media influencer superhero panel with JoJo from Jers and Brooklyn Dad Defiant. Welcome. I know. It sounds good. Hi. I'm Thanks. a native New Yorker myself. And right on. it sounds, it's really fun listening to two New Yorkers. I live in the South now. So Where in North Carolina are you, sir? In Charlotte. Nice. Lucky you. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm looking to see if uh, Fonnie Willis is going to get these um, court proceedings on TV. She because will. with the with the Hollywood strike, you know, mm-hmm. it's nice. We'll never get back uh, Sanford and Son, but we might get Rico and the Man. Rico and the Man. Wow. Let, let me tell that you, good. <laughs> I would love to see Rico and the Man. I, I would even tolerate Freddie Prince Jr. being cast in it. But uh, if we oh, awesome. if this strike is still going on by the time this trial starts, we're going to have a lot bigger problems than this trial in our lives. Oh, this strike I is terrible. Netflix should try to Netflix should try to get the uh, rights to it. You know, that would put honestly them it's, the you know, a year ago, the most compelling TV show we all were glued to was that reality show called uh, the January 6th hearings. So, yeah, I'm ready for this uh, yeah. trial to kill it in the ratings. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, because in, because the, the the documents case, that judge hired by Trump, she's not going to let any cameras in there. I mean, yeah. we've had to sit through all these stories about how he stole our documents owned by we the people lied about it, blew off subpoenas, defrauded the government. And we're not going to get to see that trial, which I find to be disgusting, guys. I think if we're paying for it, we should be able to see it. And I apply that to Supreme Court deliberations and uh, yeah. executions, too. Yeah, yeah and if you're you some, want uh, people to see what you what's going on, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Justin. Go ahead. Oh, I sent you a, um, some lyrics for a, a song, Cheeseboro in Terracuffs. <laughs> Maybe we can get Jimmy Buffett to... Uh, <laughs> I, I'm sure Jimmy Buffett would be willing to piss away his entire fan base by uh, by, by doing that. I would love it. Hey, no, no, I think I think he doesn't like Trump. I think yeah, he well, he can, you know what? He can, he can he can speak up about it then, can he? He can, he can use his yeah, celebrity to speak up about it. Yeah, he's like Bruce Springsteen. Too, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I I kind of feel like the artists who aren't afraid to use their voice against this are the artists I'm a bit more fond of these days. You know, Springsteen, Eminem, uh, even Taylor Swift. They're not sitting around saying, oh, how will it hurt my fan base to speak out? No, they're just doing it. If you're rich enough, God damn it, you have the platform, you have the the capital of fame, right? Do you get frustrated that we don't see more artists make this call because they want to somehow sell records or tickets to Trumpers? I'm, I, I, I think it's it's time for everybody to put up or shut up and forget about the uh, the shut up and dribble philosophy that that's some bullshit, you know, like we all live or those of us who live in America or live on this planet should hmm. should care what the hell is happening to America right now. So if, if you have a platform, if you have like a big platform, it, it behooves you to, to speak up and let yourself, you know, uh, uh, stand up and be counted. Let your. Um, let your fans know that you're a real person, that you give a shit about what's happening in this country. It's an all hands yeah. on deck moment. <laughs> it's you're not right. a time to sit passively by and let others, you know, determine the, the course of the, the future of this country. It's just it's just not. Well, let me ask you then about Joe Biden. And the 2024 election, because you you are two people who used your social media accounts to amass huge followings and generate a lot of uh, uh, great interest in what you do. And it, it led you guys to being at the White House, rubbing shoulders with the president himself. How do these indictments impact the 2024 presidential race? Because I'm, I'm really on the fence. I'm thrilled to see accountability. But I don't want to see Donald Trump taken out of the running and suddenly a rejuvenated Glenn Youngkin is picked at a contested convention uh, to take on Joe Biden. I mean, we're not afraid of DeSantis anymore. We're <laughs> really not afraid of Vivek or, or, you know, the other nominees, the other candidates. What do you guys see happening now over the next year and a half with these indictments? I, I don't think it, it impacts the election at all. You know, Trump hasn't lost an, an iota or a smidge of support. He's he's locked in there with support somehow by these people who think he's being it's like it's a conspiracy and he's being yeah. targeted by these evil left wing uh, politicians and pundits. You know, um, he can't drop out of the race now. He cannot. You know, it's, it's, it's the only thing that is keeping his ass, um, I don't know, out of, out of prison is he can't, just the, right. the idea that he could possibly be elected. And, you know, and you're right. He can't. Yeah. So um, 
I mean, he's literally he's, he's running. We've talked about this, but he's running for president to stay out of jail. He's yeah. running for yeah. president to pardon all these people so they don't flip on him. He's got to stay in this till the bitter end. Uh, Joe, I think we're going to get to really see a person lose the popular vote for a third time. It's kind of exciting. <laughs> I mean, we're also very likely, it's not likely, but it is entirely possible that we'll be looking at, uh, you know, a, a Republican nominee for president who's been convicted of a federal or or state level crime, because that yeah. it's possible that January 6th could come down. It's likely that it could come down before the general election in 2024. And 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 to Brooklyn's point, in my opinion, there he's only shoring up more support with every indictment because let's be honest, it's a cult, right? And um yeah. and and the up is down and left is right and the sky is purple. And you know they honestly believe you guys have heard this. There's this notion that he's committing all these crimes for them, that he's That's getting right. in the way. He yeah. paid a porn it's star beautiful. hush money for them. Oh, he I'm paid her he, he, for you. <laughs> he paid a porn star $127,000 to lie and say they didn't have sex. And he did it for you, Dad for and me. Grandma. He did, it, he did it just for you. I, they're going after you, and I'm in the way. And since everything <laughs> he says has got to be projection, it's literally the opposite. They are going to be the thing to potentially keep him out of jail. They, the cult, is his only hope as a cult leader at this point. Yeah, and I just don't see, I mean, again, I could be accused of being an eternal optimist. I just don't see John Q. Independent in Bumblefuck Shoot Your Dinner, Missouri, being like, you know, I was on the fence about Trump, but now he's got that fourth indictment. You know what? I'm all in. Like, I just don't see that happening. I don't know. Maybe I'm an old-fashioned thinker. I don't know. Can I tell yeah, you, well, those, the, the independents, the swing voters, I, I don't even know how that, that is a, still a thing. <laughs> like, how is it yeah. a thing? I get it that you're not plugged in to uh, cable news 24-7. I understand that, right? But are you living in a complete <laughs> bubble inside a cave on the moon where you don't no, know they don't that care the they don't care it's a president of the united states was indicted that many they, times but, four times but this is authoritarianism <laughs> this is authoritarianism yeah. democrats yeah. love to throw out their popular members al franken elliot spitzer democrats will cut you loose <laughs> democrats won't wait for you to have an investigation anthony weiner it yeah. was the only the only sex scandal with absolutely no sex democrats don't care you're out democrats eject them republicans re-elect them george w bush lied us into a war that killed a million people killed 4486 troops and then there were no WMDs. Everyone knew he lied and they reelected him anyway. Authoritarianism yeah. is a cult. Mm. Oh, 100%. 100%. I'm so glad you guys are here. here. Here's the deal. I want to talk about Twitter because I think you two are two of the best people at that game. And I marvel at how popular your tweets are. And I don't understand the hellscape it has turned into. I literally believe that Elon got some Saudi money. And, and, and he's literally turning that place into, well, it's like a mob restaurant being burned down for the insurance money. I want to ask both of you about it after a very quick break. Uh, if you're on hold, please stay there. We'll be getting to your calls. We are at 866-997-4748. I am so thrilled to have two of the best and uh, funniest and sharpest influencers in all of social media, Brooklyn Dad Defiant and JoJo from Jurors with us at the same time. 
How boring is that fucking site right now in this hour? We'll be right back with your calls. This is Progress. Yesterday was David Crosby's birthday. We didn't get to play any David's music because, I don't know if you heard, there was another goddamn indictment going down. Uh, We are picking through the pieces right now, and we are really thrilled to be joined by two of the most uh, prominent influencers on all of social media on the site formerly and still known as Twitter. Uh, These are two folks who seriously have their finger on the pulse. They have gone from having humble little accounts to literally being invited to the White House because they are so influential over voters. Brooklyn Dad Defiant and JoJo from Jurors together. This is like the traveling Wilburys of uh, social media personalities. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank Thank you you. so much. I just love the traveling Wilburys. My kids love them, too. And it's like so sad that so many of them are not with us anymore. It breaks my heart. Well, we got we got two left. Uh, uh, Bob and Jeff don't talk too much. But again, they should be in the goddamn Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, for God's sakes, people. I want to talk about Twitter. You guys probably know more about that site than I do. You certainly know how to get a big following and how to uh, get your stuff shared. I've been trying to understand what Elon Musk is doing in light of the fact that he literally tried to back out of the sale and was forced by a judge to go through with it. It's very messy. It's very ugly. Um, I'm really glad he got rid of all the anti-Semites and just let Kanye back last week. How how has the website changed for you guys since last October Uh, when all this Michigas began? What's What's been the biggest change you've noticed? There has been an increase, uh, like a, a thousand percent increase in in the hatred. Uh, like it, it literally feels like somebody pressed a button and said, you know, send every right wing, hateful right wing troll to every single one of Brooklyn Dad's tweets, and and I'm sure yeah. uh, JoJo's tweets too. I, your replies, I, I don't even want to see your replies because oh. you know the, there are pictures of of us that are just horrendous. <laughs> like like you people actually spent time in Photoshop taking Lots our heads time. and putting them. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, aside from how it affects us. Uh, individually like as it, it the, there's a lot of uh anti-semitism there there's a lot of oh, yeah. uh uh anti-lgbtq stuff there oh, yeah. and it's Blissfully. it's hideous and elon doesn't make uh a seek it's not a secret whose side he's putting the, his thumb on the scale for no he it's is a right-wing activist he is a far right-wing activist who has made that place a playground for the ugliest kind of people because hey that's free speech of course we know he doesn't care about free speech we know he has curbed people's free speech for dictators when they ask him to i, I mean joe the guy doesn't mean anything he says apartheid McBratface is just I, I guess he's just here to make us all feel gross when a grime song comes on the radio i don't know anymore um i, I mean I, I don't think the site is done per se but when the verified feed was gutted and suddenly instead of finding celebrities and heads of state there i find a bunch of trolls with 12 followers who uh aren't all that good with english um, you know, it just seems like literally he tried to drive away the very users that made the place a special site to begin with. I don't have anything against conservatives having a place on that site, but y'all know when there's an account that was begun in 2023 that has 20 followers, it's probably not a real person. 
and 14 numbers, American flags and eagles in the handle. Yeah, usually it's not a real person. But like the way I now think about Elon and this entire thing is when Threads launched, think about how endlessly awful you have to be that everyone was like, wait, Zuckerberg has an app? Let's go! <laughs> like, like uh, when you make Zuckerberg look like the, the good hero, guy, the knight in no, shining, no. Oh, yeah, I know. Like yeah. it's a special kind of awful, and and right. and it's just layers of awful where you're like scratching your head, thinking, is this some kind of like intentional, you know, self destruction thing? New Coke moment, renaming <laughs> and rebranding. One That's of the so, most recognizable brands and logos yeah. in history with a porn logo, essentially. Why even a my porn logo. son was like, Mom, what is that on your phone? Yeah. Oh, like, we need more X's in website names. Yeah, we need more X's yeah. out there. It, lo <laughs> yeah. it looks like a it re that logo looks like a real classy Bob Guccione project from 1983. <laughs> you know, we put out the black cover and hardcover edition for our erotica collection. Dear Penthouse, I never believed your letters until one day. It's great. You're going to love it. I mean, it's just, it's all trash. The city's making him take his, his, his big sign off the building. But to me, it's like, I, I think it's a bit worse than some narcissist who wants to be Joe Rogan when he grows up, trying to appeal to racist dude bros. This was the public electronic square. This was where celebrities and artists and authors journalists, heads of state, athletes, everyone came here to mingle and see what everyone else thought. And that aspect of it has been gutted by what's happened. I can't bear to go into the verified feed anymore because it's all unverified people. It's cowards who hide their name and face and pay a billionaire $8 for a, a service we used to get for free six months ago. I, I just, I don't know. It seems like it's going to be a long, slow, gruesome death of the site. It's not only it's not only the the hatred stuff, but uh, there's some very very disturbing stuff on Twitter, and I'm, by now I'm sure you've seen it. There are uh, there's like one account called like Crazy Clips, and um, anyway, there's a lot of snuff. You know what snuff videos are? I know when, what like, snuff somebody is, yeah. gets killed. Yeah, yeah. So I've seen tons of these, not just like really? one stray one on here. Twitter? Just scrolling through. Snuff yeah, films on so, Twitter. I've just so, I've just know, been uh, shocked at the amount of gay porn that's showing up now all over the place. But I know well, I hadn't actually seen thing. snuff film. How, was that, how, that how do you search for that? Majid? Before Elon, I, I don't search for it. Here's how I found it, though. Like, so, you know, on your home tab, there's you have two options, either for you or following. Right. So right. prior to this idiotic switch, I was by default on the for you until some idiot changed the algorithm. And now the for you tab is all of the accounts that you're being force fed. It's it's a lot of fights, right? It's a lot of right. um, black person versus white person fights because constantly, obviously constantly. they want a race war to erupt and they want to create a narrative that, oh, my God, look at your white children are being beaten, ganged up on by all these horrible black thugs. You know, that's the the false narrative that they're creating. But there's other accounts that post videos where somebody walks into a store, tries to rob it, and the um, person behind the counter shoots them dead. 
And that's happened. You see people getting shot in the street, like in South America. These are all in video, you know. Yeah, um, this is yeah. worrisome, very worrisome, because it's one of those things where I keep thinking to myself, they just keep moving, they just keep moving the chains, right? So that we become, we become increasingly numb to what we're seeing. Because if we start seeing like overt violence like that, like people just dying on our social media app, then they can keep moving the, the chain and, and making that's us right. numb to it so that it's normal. And that's terrifying, terrifying. You know, I'd like so to ask I, what- I changed what, my, I, I changed my thing from, from for you to following. So I don't get the, that, that nasty shit anymore. But oh, when right. I was on the for you tab, you know, yeah. you can scroll fascist, fascist, it's, fascist. It's yeah. Every three or four, every three or four uh, tweets, you will encounter one of those. And they're not small accounts. They're not like, you know, 50,000. They're like, you know, two million, three million follower accounts. I don't even know where these things came came from, but he's found them and he's trying to create they buy followers. a site. Yeah. What's that? Mm-hmm. They buy followers. I once, I, I once years ago when I was first getting into Twitter, I was doing a tour and I let the tour manager have control of my account for a couple of weeks, and I couldn't believe how many followers he got me, and I couldn't believe how many people I suddenly followed. And that's mm. how they do it. They spend money and they purchase followers. And when they go through the bot purges, suddenly I saw, oh, I lost thousands. That must be where the old tour manager got me a bunch of frauds to you know inflate the numbers, which is what they do. Mm. Men lie about size. That's Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I do want to ask you guys, though. I was on your, well, your excellent show, Majid, and we were talking about Twitter etiquette. And I, I remember we were talking about the virtues of muting next to, next to uh, blocking. I was trying to talk you into doing it. D- did you try? How did it work out? John, some, some of the, uh, it was one of the best uh, pieces of, of advice I had gotten from anybody on Twitter was uh, I've, I've been muting people now because i like you said um you don't want to give them the satisfaction of seeing that you blocked it because people will put it up look brooklyn dad proudly blocked by brooklyn dad defiant and jojo from jurors proudly i've been such a dick to them they were forced to block me because i was so antagonistic look at me (laughs) exactly it's in bios full bios that they brag about yeah Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I see it all the so, time. So I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of just muting because then fuck these people. Let them still go on trying to hate you and burn lean tissue for years, <laughs> sending you tweets that you'll never read. You got I think it's like being the, the attractive girl in the bar. You have to ignore the douchebags. You have to just ignore them and do what you came to the bar to do. Not get engaged all the time. Joe, you obviously have a whole different universe on this because uh, this might shock some folks at home, but there are misogynists on Twitter who really hate women who uh, aren't dead inside. What's been your experience in the last year as you have become so much more prominent and well-known on the site and as the site has become such a haven for uh, weak men who fear women? It's funny because a lot of my friends or other people who maybe just encounter my social media account that had maybe either know me or something, they go into my replies and they're like, oh, <laughs> I went in there for two minutes and it's just evil. It's like you're yeah. a meth addict. You have a viral mugshot. They've got your face photoshopped. You would be shocked where my head has been, guys. And I mean that, trolls. You would be shocked where my head has no, been. No, I see it all. The, I've seen it. I, I see it all the time. I mean, I know you can take care of yourself, but it, it's really awful to see what they do. It's true. But you know yeah. what? So, honestly, one of the best pieces of advice I ever got about handling that was because in the beginning I was just like, oh my God, I don't, this is horrible. This is, oh my, Me oh. Too. Uh, 
every now and then Rick Wilson taught me this because I asked him because I, I know how much Rick Wilson gets hate and it's not, you know, sexualized hate as much as mine, but they do go after his looks a lot, which I get every day. Um, and he said, every now and then you got to bop one in the nose. Every now and then you just got to bop yep. one in the nose. And I'm a bopper in the noser. And every now and then I like to smack one back and I feel <laughs> very, very satisfied doing it. So if you're that lucky caller that gets smacked back by talking about how fat I am or my meth house, then every now and then, yeah, congratulations. I hate when they go after your meth house. I think it's a lovely meth house and I'd be <laughs> proud to freebase there. I want you to I'm know. Mething. I'm mething as we speak, if that's the correct terminology. Look at me mething. I, I, I get it all your... the time, but... You, but you, and I've seen, I've seen your I've seen your bopping. You are uh, mastering. You have mastered the art of the bop. I'm a, well I'm a master bopper. <laughs> I, I think the only reason to ever engage with trolls is if you can do it in a way that it will be informative and educational for others. If you can find a way to like, oh, this horrible coward who lacks the manhood to show his name and face is attacking me uh, and, and saying the word retard so we'll know how classy he is. I think you have the right response to that. You are providing content. You are giving talking points for people when they deal with it. And you're also, yeah. um, you know, using ridicule, which along with nonviolence yeah. are the only real tools we have against fascists. Ridicule, nonviolence and democracy. Yeah, there was one account that put a, a, a graphic up with the word C-U-N-T. I don't want to even say it, but I know I can. And I went to his yes. account and the first line was girl dad. And so nice, nice. Like, I usually go. I always go to see if the first word is uh, the follower of Christ. That's always there, too. The yeah. more, the yeah. more hateful so they are, yes. the more hateful they are. I check to see if they're bragging about their piety. And gosh, darn it. They always <laughs> I love go. it. I love yeah. it when you go after them for that. It's amazing. Oh, listen, I, you, you can be as vile as you want. You're allowed. This country is great because you're allowed to be a homophobic, transphobic, woman-hating bigot. But when you go pretending Jesus shares your bullshit hangups, then I, I got to get involved. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty awful. Let me go to the yeah. phones. Brian in Oregon, welcome. You are Hi, on Sirius XM for a very special influencer paddle with Brooklyn Dad Defiant and JoJo from Jurors. It's like your rap names. I love it. JoJo is the big bopper. The the, the big bopper. That's true. That name's free, by the way. <laughs> I think he, he might have passed away. <laughs> yes, um, I read that somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Two things on, on uh, elective stuff. I heard a poll, and it's not really getting any publicity, that amongst Democrats, Biden's like 87% favorable and, uh, versus yeah. like 12 or 13 or whatever it is. And that's just the not media doesn't want people to hear that. The me Hey, Brian, the media needs a horse race. Come on now. I take your call because I assume you're going to play along. The media needs a horse race. Don't mess it up. They need the clicks. They need the eyeballs. They need those Trump-sized ratings. And they need to make everyone believe that Democrats are disgusted with Joe Biden. And that's why we need a roid fiend like RFK Jr. to come and save us by banning abortion at 15 yeah. weeks. That's well, the media narrative. I bet on uh, throws a shoe at the home stretch and uh, doesn't win. <laughs> that's true. Well, I'm sorry about that. But maybe you better bet on better horses. <laughs> oh, I, that's good. Oh, I quit betting. <laughs> and then Fonnie Willis, what an American hero. This woman is so, once, uh, once again, uh, African-American women coming to the uh, rescue. Saving story. democracy. Yep. Yeah, no, African-American women are and, and saving gym, democracy every year. In, uh, in New York City, uh, Alvin Bragg. Uh, him too, yeah. And of course, don't forget Tish James, who already got oh, a yeah. conviction against Trump in the Trump Organization case this year. He forked up a couple million dollars for that. And he's mm -hmm. on trial again. We can't forget. Guys, we got to remember, 
the first GOP presidential debate is in mm-hmm. eight days, but Donald Trump's uh-huh. civil fraud suit in the state of New York, that begins in October. The E. Jean Carroll defamation suit begins in January 15th. The pyramid scheme class action suit, thank you, Tish James, January mm-hmm. 29th. Oh, He's got three oh. criminal trials before Super Tuesday even begins. And then we yeah. get to the new ones. The hush money suit starts a few days after Super Tuesday in March. The classified documents trial is going to happen May 20th, we hope. And then the RNC convention is on July 15th. And let's just be honest. There's a really, really good chance, guys. Tell me what you think that um, the January 6th case begins before this year is over and that uh, we'll be seeing a trial in Georgia maybe before Super Tuesday as well. What do you guys think? I, I, if it's true, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> if it's true, I love it. <laughs> if it's about Russian adoption, I love it. But, but for real, like, like, but for real, because <laughs> Chutkin is not fucking around. And she said, no. if you keep running your stupid mouth, I'm not going to put you in detention. I'm going to speed up. I'm going to you're going to hasten your own trial. It's already set for the first week of January. Keep running your mouth. That is the best impression, by the way, of a black woman judge who sounds like an Italian woman from Jersey. I want to compliment you on that. That was beautiful. I've been working on it. Thank you. uh, It's right up there with my southern accent. I've been working on it. Thank you. you. (laughs) Hang on one second, Brian. Uh, Brian, hang on one second. But but you're you're Brian. Give me one second. You're right, though, because um, she could put him in jail early. He violated the she she told him no more of this inflammatory talk on social media last Friday. He has no impulse control. Did it right away. (laughs) I don't think she'd ever put him in jail. She'd never put him in jail because then it would you know cause people to bring out their guns but the way she punishes him is by starting the trial sooner and i wouldn't yeah. be surprised if we see this thing before christmas guys <laughs> we have seven donald trump trials coming up conceivably over the next calendar year seven <laughs> it's like star wars shows on disney plus it's an embarrassment of riches and um i i i just wanted to say to uh to Brian's uh, point about the uh, the polls showing uh, Joe Biden with 87 uh, percent support, I didn't know that. And I watch a lot of cable news. And then that leads to back to what John was saying about the what I always forget. I always forget that they want this damn horse race. And it irritates me when I watch. Like, I can't even watch. What's her name? Andrea um, Mitchell. Andrea Mitchell yeah. can't Andrea watch Mitchell? it when she's on. Uh, I just turn the TV off. But I'll put you to sleep. It's not just. Yeah. It's not only her. It's <laughs> like the whole. It's the whole daytime lineup. They're trying yeah. to um, uh, pump up reasons why we should be worried that Joe Biden isn't getting support. My people are angry with Joe That's Biden. It. Some people are blaming him for the Hawaii uh, wildfires. All this nonsense, and I'm like, that's it. What the hell is happening? Where's Where's our Fox News for crying out loud? We need a Fox News over again. It's 2016 all over again because they know that that's what sells because conflict sells. Yeah, well, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. uh, But you know what, Go ahead, Brian. Oh, hopefully they'll have to interview him from a cell or from uh, my my grand dream. Unlike John's, mate. Well, maybe John is Guantanamo. And um, he can uh, rub elbows with whoever's left down there. Oh, you, oh, you mean Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> uh, you know, look, I would all I I, I would say. Is Marilyn Monroe and Princess Di? Honestly, 
I think Donald Trump is going to have a very unhappy rest of his life. And uh, the only thing I care about is that he can't name judges anymore. That's it. And by the way, Majid, I think I'm pretty sure that Elon Musk has got a plan to give Donald Trump tips on how to weasel out of competitions you agreed to and just slink away quietly. So you never know. We got to go. I'm sorry if he didn't get everyone's calls. Thanks especially to Chris Houseelt and Thea Harper. We will be back tomorrow with Bob Seska, Emmy winner Teresa Strasser, and a great comedians panel in the Hollywood studios. I'm Fugel Sang. We'll see you tomorrow on SiriusXM Progress. Peace.